Hey guys, welcome back to Gentleman's Pour. This is your host, El Jefe. And as always, we're drinking good whiskey with good friends. Today, we'll be drinking Weller Special Reserve, the original weeded bourbon. It's the green label. It was gifted as a friend. Today, I have Erie, aka Katrin. Let's go. What's going on, guys? Yep. We got two new guests today. We have Mr. Crispy. Mr. Crispy and Mr. Flipper. Mr. Flipper. And today's topics are about relationships. You know, new and old, we all have that one. In the past, we've talked about crazy ex-girlfriends. We won't talk about Zach. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it today, but I look forward to the next adventure that he has. Um, Today is about crazy drivers and the different adventures that we have. we're sad that JD couldn't join us today, or Derek. Well, one day we'll get to talk about his rods and the many things that he has. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you have a good time. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're drinking Well Reserve, the green label. It's a special reserve, and it's a weeded bourbon that we talked about earlier. I really enjoy this because it was a gift from a friend. And for those of you who never had it, it isn't hard to find, but yet it's well to enjoy it amongst friends. Today, I'm drinking it neat because that's the best way to have this. And a couple of topics for today are going to be around pizza and pineapple. Is it exceptional? Not exceptional. You know, like what? How do you prefer to eat your pizza? Because I am a pizza connoisseur, right? How do you feel about pizza, Yuri? I love pizza. <laughs> no pineapple. <laughs> no pineapple. Yeah, how about our special guest? Um, it's a crispy. I like pineapple on pizza. It's pretty good. Tell Have you ever me, had it? Tell me what you like about it. Um, it's sweet and salty at the same time. So yeah. Okay. Can't say the same. It's a little bit too warm for a fruit in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know? A fruit in your mouth. Yes. Tell me more about that. Apples, bananas. You put apples and bananas on your uh pizza not necessarily interesting but on anything else before we get deep dive in this pizza discussion we're going to talk about relationships a little later you know uh, we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts and the things we like the things we don't like right so we really appreciate our special guest today uh but i feel like this whole pizza discussion may need its own podcast to be honest but to pineapple or not to pineapple? That, that is, is the question. question. Yeah. Yeah. So, our good friend, Mister Mister Flipper, Mister yeah. Flipper. Yeah. What kind of pizza do you like? <clears throat> Go to is definitely always going to be pepperoni. Always. Best. Just pepperoni, no cheese. Pepperoni, no cheese, marinara, no bread. No. Classic, the classic. Do you like thin crust or like? Uh, Definitely like some um, deep dish. Deep, deep dish. dish. Deep Whoa. dish. Dude, yeah. you never had deep dish in your life, bro. I've had deep dish. Like in pizza? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mr. Crispy? I'm sure. I hope you say thin and crispy. Personally, I like the I like pizza with vegetables. Like green peppers. No, no. I'm talking about the bread. You like it thin and crispy? Um, Yeah. It's pretty good. No, no, no. The question was, do you like it thin and crispy? I do like it thin and crispy. Is that where you got your name? Uh, Technically, yeah. <laughs> He's like, sure. 
say that. Nah, I think uh, for for everyone here in life, we all get nicknames, right? And uh, you know, Mister Escalator over here, um, or like you know, someone just yelled out Timmy. You know, like you get it from South Park. You know, it's like one of the things. But uh, I feel like Mister Crispy is like pretty important. Except for this guy, what's his name? Mr. Flipper. Where'd you get that name? Uh, flipping titties. Damn. Flipping them, flipping them, flipping them. How much? Flip, a, a dollar at a time or what? Not a penny an hour. Penny <laughs> an hour? God damn. <laughs> that sounds expensive, man. We're going back. That sounds real expensive. But yeah, so a very important topic today is the food we enjoy. It's really awkward because we just had some pizza. And we're talking about the toppings that we put in here. Um, I really enjoy pizza. It's like one of my kryptonites. If I was a teenage Ninja Turtle, I'd be like, Kawabunga, dude. You know, I'd come out with a fucking sewer <laughs> eating some pizza because that's just me. Uh, pizza is something I enjoy. It's my kryptonite. No matter where I have it, how I have it. And we're coming back from Italy recently. I had some really good pizza. I talked about it a few episodes ago. Um, it is undeniably the best pizza I had in my life. And I, yes, I Uber eats that shit. It came in. It was amazing. Even so, Italy. Yeah, Italy, uh, man. Italy is phenomenal. Let's um, talk about kryptonite, though. Mr. Flipper, what is yours? My kryptonite. Oh, man. I will I will not be a good Superman. Let's just say that. I have too many kryptonites. Yeah? What's one of them? Music. Cars. Computers. And titties, right? too many. And titties, yeah. Flipping titties. Flipping titties, pay an hour. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag come at me, bro. Yep, yep. Mr. Crispy. I would say my kryptonite is small moving things like rodents and insects. Really? Wait, I want to know more now. Yeah, so like uh, what do you mean by rodents? Like rats? Rats, mouse, hamsters. Hamsters? How about guinea pigs? Is that too big or too small? Uh, it's <laughs> in the middle. Like, I can deal with them. Does it freak you out? If they move too fast. What about <laughs> that one behind you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so for real? Like, you don't. Mm. Well, funny thing is, I have a spider at home. But uh, that's an insect. It's an arachnid. So it's still an insect. Yeah. I'd fucking smash the shit out of a spider if I saw it. It's about <laughs> as big as my palm. Yeah, yeah it's still it a fucking is. spider. Yeah. yeah I don't care how big it was. Have you been in Iraq? Because them motherfucking spiders are huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still a fucking spider. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you have a spider, but you're afraid is it of... Is friendly? Like, no. no. What does it look like? Um, it's a tarantula. It's oh, you're it's going like to have around. to die. Sorry. How big? Uh, like I said, about the palm. So you own it on purpose? Yeah. It was a gift. What kind of gift is that? Who gifted you a spider? Yeah, that's what My I'm dad. saying. Oh. Oh, interesting. He's like, congratulations, you want a spider? <laughs> Wait, he knows your likes. Like, you like spiders? Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's good. So what You're about like other spiders? If, like, I introduce yeah. a spider to the backyard, would you be afraid of it? Mm, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> Do you touch your current spider? No, that thing will kill me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think a tarantula really? can kill you, man. Oh, no, it won't kill you, but it will try to. Yeah. Thank you. So where's the tarantula now? Um, in the window chill. Uh, not house. in my house, right? No. Okay. Oh, okay. I want to make sure. Oof. 
Because, yeah, I don't like spiders, man. Like, I deal with them, but I like killing them. Recently, we added a grass snake to that enclosure. The grass snakes are cool. They don't really hurt nobody. No. The little brown grass snake that my dad caught, put in the cage with the spider. They live together now. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty interesting. But what do you say? Insects. So, like, you don't like grasshoppers? No, those things freak me out. Caterpillars? <laughs> Caterpillars. <laughs> Too slimy. Too slimy? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I have a love-hate relationship for insects, but being, like, deployed in the military, you get insects in places you don't want to talk about. And, you know, sometimes you got to eat. And uh, there's like bugs in your food, and you just like whatever. I I'm just hungry, man. I mean, legit. Like, when are you gonna have a hot meal? Too hungry to think about it. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I'm so happy for this pizza right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. This pizza's good. So, um, let's talk about relationships. Yeah. So I mean, Too we've soon. all had a few. Like, what are some do's and don'ts in relationships? Like. What would you call a good relationship versus a bad relationship? You know, for me, for me, I've had quite a few. We talked about crazy exes in the past. But like having a good relationship is someone that makes you happy. Yeah. Someone you can enjoy time with. Those boundaries. Boundaries. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? Like can give you space, but not like ignore you. It's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? Like give you space, but not ignore you. It's there's a good thing and a bad thing out of that. Is like you can give your alone time so you can have time to yourself, but then you also want the attention from them. So like appreciate the time you're apart, mm-hmm. but also appreciate the time you're together. Yes. Yeah, I think that's mutual respect, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, I've always been a big fan of saying you're the only person that can make yourself happy. Like it isn't your significant other, or spouse that makes you happy. Because if you're not happy with yourself or happy with what you do, it's not their problem. It's your problem. It right? is your like, problem. Yeah. It is. So, like, that's something I learned a long time ago with any relationship is that if you're not happy with yourself, your partner can't be happy with you. Mm-hmm. So I think that goes alongside what you're saying, Mr. Crispy here, is that you respect the fact that, you know, your significant other can spend time apart, right, and satisfy those things that they need. But also appreciate it when you have to step away, right, to be you. So I can respect that for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Flippy over here, besides titties, what else you like? You know, I like being in my own world, having my own time, not having to worry about their problems. Kind of like what Mr. Crispy <laughs> said. I like to uh, enjoy myself and do my own things on my free time without worrying about anything else. I can respect that. I really can. You know, but it's really beautiful when it comes together. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, um, you know, 10 years of marriage coming up. You know, as you already know, we took a recent trip, you know, overseas. And it's beautiful to experience how you can have that synergy, right? And um, El Catrin here is about to venture into a new relationship journey here pretty soon. And the best advice I could say is, like, Life's a journey, right? Like you experience it, but when you experience it with good friends, like I always said, it makes it a little different. So you're right, Mr. Crispy and Mr. Flipper here. Um, no matter how many titties he flips, 
Um, it's always about the experience. Um, <laughs> but when you can sh- when you can separate and like uh, understand that that it is about you as a person and about the individual as a person and how you come together mm. and share the space is important. So yeah, I really appreciate that. And you know, like don't expect the other person to change for you or change because you think they're going to be a certain way. Um, that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, I think at the beginning it is important for you to spend enough time with each other to really understand um, yourself, understand the partner that you're with. Um, but it's also important later on to give your space give yourself a uh, space and you know still live your own life you're still an in- individual um, as much as you enjoy the time that you have and you spend together uh, you still want to have freedom to spend your time and with friends right you got to go friends out. or yep. you know whatever you like to do you know yeah so what's some advice you can give us mr crispy and mr flipper here that that uh, the rest of us may want to learn. Like, what are some things you could say that uh, are important to a relationship? Communication. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's life, yeah. right? Yeah. Talk Biggest everything thing, number out. one. Yep. From days but to But what years. does it mean, though? What does it mean to you, communication? Communication is a difficult thing because you can't read minds. You can't do anything. It's a two-way process. It's yeah, you kind of have to uh, tell them how you feel, and they have to tell you. Is it really about feel. feelings, though, or is it just about expectations? It's about respect. I respect that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what does respect mean to you? Uh, Respect to me? It's like... A mutual agreement between two yeah. people? Yeah. You're sometimes sometimes respect around rules. like guy code, right? We have the respect of knowing like uh, when you meet someone who appreciates what you do, right? And we have these mutual desires of being together, right? And it's like the uh, it's like bro code, right? <clears throat> Talk about bro code. I have many crazy stories when I was in the military, many things that we do. And uh, as you already know, uh, Huff is pretty crazy. Um, but I've learned a lot about what I shouldn't do because of the things I did do. Right. But relationship is a two way street. You're hundred percent right. But setting expectations is important because sometimes you don't want to deal with bullshit. You're just like, fuck everybody else. I want to hang out. Um, but knowing what you want and what you need is very important in life, you know? And as you get older, you realize and appreciate those around you. Um, which is why Mr. Crispy and Mr. Flipper here are bringing a new insight to this. So being a different generation, right? So you have like the baby boomers of the world who like just wanted to fuck and have babies all day. Like that's, they were locked in, you know, for all you raise your hand. Okay. Um, then you got the Gen X, Gen Z's and all this crazy shit. Talk about, I want to be called an attack helicopter because I can have babies and I have a <laughs> penis, all this bullshit. But, but in retrospect, like all the different changes in world, the one thing they say is true is communication, right? Instead of an expectation. So <clears throat> whenever I start a relationship, I'm straightforward. I cut, 
Quit the bullshit. Real bold. That's right. Yeah. I'm bold. But you know, society today is is crazy, right? You see all this bullshit, but whenever you meet a human being and you connect with them, you want to be honest, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you were saying, Mr. Crispy? Like, just be honest. Yes. Right? Yeah. Just communicate. If you can't uh, be honest with them, it's not really a good fit. Isn't that like with any relationship, though? Yeah, with anyone. Like it doesn't have to be, it can be spiritual, it can be physical, it can be friendship. But like some of the best friends I've had in my, in my life are just people that kept it real. Mm -hmm. You know, I have childhood friendships that like, we may have not stayed together, but we kept it real. You know what I'm saying? And I think the other thing you got to realize is like, sometimes you got, you like somebody and you almost like have no limits to liking that person, but so like I, unconditional love is what you're saying. Yeah, it much. is. But in the end, it is something that you you have and you're kind of forcing onto yourself because no matter what they do, you still think that they're the greatest. But the the thing is that they're not. You know, like you have to realize that that they might not be the person that you think that or you enjoy being with. Well, let's take a step back. It's like a, a parent, right? Your parents, you always feel like those fucking awkward motherfuckers around me that provide a house for me and feed me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you appreciate them, right? Just like we talked about a previous episode, your mom's in town, right? Yeah. When's the last time you saw your mom? A year ago. How does that, you know, you're an adult and your mom comes in and you feel like a little kid, right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talk about like just that uh, y- you appreciate what you have when you don't have it is what I'm saying. I think what I'm s- trying to say is do not force it, you know, like don't try and be something that you think they want you to be because so you're be not you. that person. Just be you. And if they're not the right person for you, if they're not the people, well, if they if they're just not the per- right person for you, just it's fine. Like you just move on. Like it's a big world. Just move on. You'll find something better, something that fits you better. Yeah, man. Derek, what's up? That. No, is Derek in the house? Is he yeah. gonna join us? No, he's not gonna join. But still, he's gonna so be here. here. Yeah, he's joining her. Uh, he's talking about the many different things and relationships in life. Um, you know, uh, no matter how old you get or what you do, you're going to come across different opportunities, right? But you surround yourself with good people Yeah. that have a good attitude. Always. And we make things happen. And just really just don't expect them to change. Like when you come, go into a relationship, don't don't feel like whatever you have in your mind is gonna happen. Like it's gonna change. Like they're gonna be that person. These things are gonna happen that way. Like they're gonna be who they are when you meet them. And it's probably not gonna change much. So be patient. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, patience is what one thing if you. Uh, really enjoy somebody like you want to be with somebody uh you want to 
learn to understand them, uh, and and that's fine. But as long as you don't expect them to change, I think that's fine as well. It's just, um, I mean, we're just so different, so it's hard to uh, <laughs> judge every single one. But you know, just I think general rule is when you go in, don't expect them to be somebody else than what they are right there and then. Know them for what they are, love them for what they are, and if they if they become what you think they're gonna be, then you know even better. But don't have that expectation. Yeah. So some of the best friendships that you have in life aren't the ones you expect. That you know, growing true. growing up, um, traveling, joining the military. Uh, sometimes you come across people who are just cool dudes, right? So if you go in with an expectation that you don't want to expect anything out of anybody. Sometimes you meet great people who are really good people, right? Uh, but you don't really know that, you know? Of course. Uh, you have, like, a defensive... Because, <clears throat> you know, growing up, you have, like, shitty people and people that are just stupid and people that are in it for themselves. But whenever you have that opportunity to gauge, like, how much bullshit people give you, you really just, like, experience it, right? It's like a gut feeling. And sometimes you meet people that you connect with, right? And that's the honest truth. Like, I got to meet a bajillion people throughout my time in the military. But you always knew who was full of shit and who was really, like, genuine. It's kind of like how you meet, like, other, like, women or men that you really connect to, depending on your flavor. But you can always tell the people you can count on in one hand, okay? That's family and friends. It's just the way it is. Like, you can always have that one person you can depend on because of how you understand their commitment is to you. And that's strictly platonic. Like, it's just, uh, it's your gut feeling, intuition, and, uh, like, equilibrium of life, right? The way the the, the world revolves. Um, but, you know, uh, I think a lot of people throughout the history have said that you keep your circle small because it's true, right? Um, that That's true with relationships. Um, that's true with, uh, you know, any kind of marriages or anything else. It's hard to find the person you can spend the rest of your life with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to rely on people nowadays because everybody's selfish. So, you know, um, the experiences in the new generation, you know, I'm looking at Mr. Flipper here who likes to flip titties all day. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, how, how do you find that special connection with someone? Um. That special connection is all about respect, talking out your problems. For me, I like to uh, say, hey, I'm feeling like this. How do you feel about this? And I would like to meet in the middle half the time. It's good. Figure out what's wrong and try to fix it. And if we can't fix it, we'll work on it as time goes. I just like to uh, spend quality time, hang out, do all the fun stuff, you know. Hey, so uh, you recently went to a concert, right? I did. Uh, how did you enjoy it, and what band did you watch? So I went to the Paper Tiger uh, to go see San Antonio, Mortician. right here, local venue. Yep, yep. And uh, went to go see Mortician. That was something. Second time I've gone to that place to uh, see a concert. First time was Tsunami. Second time was Mortician. Was it better this time? 
Uh, yes. Um, They're crowd surfing, bro. Yeah, so at Mortician, it was, I think it was a lot better. Had a better experience. It was my first time going to uh, a concert, so that second time really you knew was a lot expect. better. Yeah, I knew what to expect because my first time I was all scared sitting in the back, but my second time I walked up to the front of the stage, mosh pitting, throwing hands, throwing drinks, stage elbows. diving, elbows, knees, shoes, nosebleeds, everything, all of that. And that was all with my special someone, and we connected, hmm. and we weren't we weren't talking, we weren't. We weren't really doing everything you do in public. It was kind of like we all, like both enjoyed ourselves doing our own thing, but we were together. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very special. So coming from a city like Austin, Mr. Crispy here, you ever been to a concert in Austin? Um, sadly, no, I have not. Um, you plan on going to one? I've seen a bunch of them, so I'm planning on going to a few. Yeah, so like South by Southwest and a bunch of stuff that I stay away from because the crowds are just dumb. Yeah, um, a few times I'll be out on the lake on a boat or like a paddleboard, and you can hear it from the lake. And it's yeah, really cool. You can feel the vibrations in the water. It's oh wow! Really something no else. way. So you can swim there and just enjoy the the water and the music. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Uh, yeah. So what? What kind of? Because, I mean, Austin has, like, a lot of concerts. But you say you haven't made it to one. Like, what's keeping you away from it? Um, I really haven't got a chance to. Um, either money-wise or uh, okay. way there. Yeah. I mean, that's just expensive, dude. Like, uh, I can't afford South by Southwest Texas. So, like, you're like, hey, I'll take donations any time of the day. So, if you listen, <laughs> we'll definitely go. Look, uh, they they have a good lineup. It's just man, the amount of people, the amount of money you spend on like living there, um, it's like going to EDC in Las Vegas. Like, I love to go, but I can't afford the two hundred thousand dollar drinks that you pay to fucking go out there, right? Um, man, Coachella or like any of the. So I'm a big EDM, you know, listener. I like all music, I like all genres, but sometimes these festivals are just like insane. So I could relate. Even if you do live in Austin, like those tickets are expensive, right? So I can relate, man. But but it's cool that you got to experience that, like being on the lake and like feel the vibration in the in the water. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, I highly recommend it. So like, are you in a paddle boat or like in? Yeah, one of those paddle boats. It was an inflatable one. So I got out in the water and they would hang out. Was it a unicorn one? Uh, sadly, no. It was a white one. <laughs> <laughs> you seen those unicorn floats, right? Yeah. You put, that'd be so cool, dude. You know, oh, I've yeah. seen, like, they watch Jaws in Lake Travis, mm-hmm. like, on a big screen, and then, like, the whole water shakes and, like, the sharks streaking around. Like, that's pretty cool. That's really awesome. Have you been, have you done that? Um, no, I have not. Have you heard of it? I heard about it. That'd be cool. That'd be crazy, right? Like, watching Jaws, like, where you're swimming in the water, like. Have you watched Jaws? Yeah, it's one of, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> oh, really? damn, dude. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was in Universal Studios when I was a kid, and they had Jaws. And, like, you were, like, in this little boat that went to Universal Studios, and then Jaws came out. It was crazy as shit. That should look real. Mm-hmm. You know, for, was <laughs> that 87? What? No, that's when the movie came out. Yeah. I think at Disney, I think they closed it down not too long ago. 
It was Disney, but it was in California. Uh, like, this is way before, you know. I was a kid, but I do remember it looked fake as fuck, but I remember, like, jumping out at me. It was scary as shit. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it was Universal Studios, to be honest. Um, it was in California, you know, and we went out there, and Jaws was a thing. But if you watch Jaws movies now, it's a little different, right? Because mm-hmm. you're oh, a little yeah. older. Have you watched the other ones? Um, I watched every single one of them. He said he was a Jaws fanatic, dude. Shit, yeah. He's going to educate us on Jaws, right? Yeah. What's your favorite one? Um, It's got to be the first one. It's a classic. Gotta love the classics. Fucking gnawing on the Are boat, you watch dude. It? I have not watched it. <laughs> but it's Jaws. a classic, he said. The original? I've seen that one. Yeah? Classic. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, it sounds like we got some research to do. Yeah. How many do we have now? Three, right? Three. Yeah, uh, oh, they have a fourth one. It's kind of a cheaper version, but... <laughs> really? I've never seen yeah. the fourth one. What's it about? Um, shark goes about the life for revenge. <laughs> you sure it's not Sharknado? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> Sharknado's fucking crazy. Yeah. Sharknado. Sharknado. I've seen all those movies, too. Like a Sharknado, like 14 now, right? Whatever, yeah. It's too many. Fast and Furious, something. Fast and Furious X. Oh, the Fast and Furious X, that shit was, like, crazy. You guys watched that? We did, yeah. I would I would say I fell asleep. <laughs> I've only seen like the first three movies and that's it. Those Same are here. the best. Save your yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Like the three. first three, maybe the first five. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go up to five, but eleven is too much. But you, they're not in order, by the way. No? But like it's on X, Fast and Furious X. Yeah. Yeah. Did it like stop like a car with his bare hands or something? You know, I can't confirm or deny. I'll say that I went to watch it because it was filmed in Rome. Now it's just in Rome. But I, I, I'm, you know, my my son will tell you that I fell asleep. He had to like <laughs> shake me because I was snoring a little bit. It wasn't the best movie, but I was invested because it was like. Actually, I don't know why. <laughs> You're invested because you were in Rome and it was filmed in Rome. Yeah, that's it, man. Like, I saw all the billboards. I got the hype and then I was like, oh, snails. <laughs> I think it was just some popcorn. Nah, there was no. We ate pizza, and you had pizza there too. Yeah, we actually shared one. It was all right. It wasn't like Italian pizza. I wish I would have watched it in Italy, but I mean, it was all right. You know, you guys excited about Iceland though? Uh, yeah. No, they're more excited about Hawaii. Hawaii, Hawaii, yes, Hawaii. Childhood dream. Okay, what is? What's about it? What? Um. Throwback, okay. Couple of years, five or s- five or six years. Um, I used to watch the YouTube channel, and these people would live in Hawaii, and just walk around hills, water, turtles, caves. I loved all that. I like clear water. I love water, caves, nature. That's all me. So ever since I used to watch them, I've always wanted to go, go see the hills, everything, all the. Fun above the volcano. What hills? The mountains. The mountains. Yeah, the mountains. Mountains. The mountains. Mountains. Yes. The volcanoes. The volcanoes. volcanoes. The mountains. Yeah, that's what they have is volcanoes, right? Yeah, they have a lot of hurricanes it looks like too. It's a free spirit kind of thing. Thank you. Yeah, so like um, Hawaii is on a bucket list, right? Of, of places you want to visit. I've never been. But I hear like it's really wonderful. 
and there's a lot of uh, popping tops over here, but there's a lot of uh, different activities um, that we hope to experience, you know. Um, so, we, you know, talking to international travel, like Ear was mentioning, um, want to go to Iceland next year. I think Iceland is a good location to vacation in, like, Anywhere but Texas, dude. Texas is flat as fuck. Like you can see, <laughs> you know, your mom's asshole from like eighteen miles away. I mean, in Austin, there is a mountain over there. Um, there ain't no fucking whoa, mountain. Whoa, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you call a mountain? Um, it's about. It's all where all the rich people live. It's no, nah, that's a hill, buddy. They call it a mountain. Top of the hill. It's a mountain. They call it a mountain. It Who mountain does? Money. The Austin. It's no, named no. Mount something. Mount. It doesn't mount. make it a mountain, though. They want to make it a mountain. Yes. Mountain in Austin. Yeah. No. Hey, so what's the definition of a mountain? Is there, there has to be an like elevation requirements. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, you go to Colorado, there's mountains there, right? The Rocky Mountains, for oh, example. Oh, yeah. Definitely not in Austin. You cannot breathe all the way up on those mountains. No, I'm not denying it. Austin has some gold hills and, like, good peaks. But calling it a mountain? Mm-hmm. Mount uh, Bonneau. Bonneau. Okay, what's the elevation? Mm-hmm. It's a national park. It is a national park. What's the elevation, though? And the elevation is what requires, so like... That's some fake-ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let's look at what... What is the elevation that requires you to be a mountain? Chat GPT. 781 feet. Okay. That's, that's, that's all right. That's how, yeah, that's how tall it is. Yeah. The peak. So to be a mountain, you have to be how many? Well, that's how high the um, Mount Bonu is. How, how tall is it? 781 feet. Se- above sea level, right? Yes. So at least a thousand feet or three hundred meters or above, a surrounding area is classified as a mountain. Not quite there. Not quite there. So mount. Wait, say again. How how tall is it? The most geologic classification of mountain as a landform is rising at least a thousand feet or three hundred meters or more, about above its surrounding area is considered a mountain. How tall is it? It is 781 feet. No. No. So no. maybe Mount. 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 But not Mountain. Halfway there. Problem resolved. Problem solved. Yes. So yes. so honestly, like, uh, mountains are very interesting. But the fact that, you know, how many mountains are in Texas? Little to none. Uh, zero. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you've been to one, but. I personally haven't. Never heard. We have Enchanted Rock. Is it a mountain, though? We have. It's a big ass rock. <laughs> See, I looked it up, and it it conjoins hills, peaks, and mountains all in one little category. But I think they're all in te- East Texas, right? East yeah. Texas has Texas a lot of stuff. Says two thousand one hundred sixty-four named mountains, peaks, and hills. They're above a thousand feet. So I know Big Ben is one of them, right? Guadalupe Peak is 8,757. Yeah, that's pretty good. What the? It's pretty up there. That's a mountain. You ever been 14,000 feet in the air? 
<laughs> I have. Yeah. Have you? I think I have too. Yeah. I think most of us have. Have you? Yeah. W- when uh, did you go fourteen thousand feet mm, in I the air? I don't know, actually. Because I think it was a plane. That's I don't know how high. Oh well, nah, I'm just saying, like on like walking. <laughs> have no. you been on a mountain fourteen thousand feet in the air? No. Yeah, so we had the opportunity to go to Pikes Peak in Colorado, 14,000 feet. And, like, the oxygen level, um, you can actually see where the trees stop growing. Because you, you, you don't have, there's not enough oxygen for, like, wildlife and green, like, to survive. Yet alone humans, you know. Um, yeah, it's just like, there comes a point in the mountain range in the Colorado mountains where, like, trees stop growing. And then humans, what? It's hard, it's to, hard breathe to breathe up there. Yeah. The air gets thinner. You could walk for, uh, you could take a few steps and be out of breath. Dude, I almost died. Like, for real. Like, uh. You know, your beard? What? <laughs> Man. So, let me tell you a story. When you go 14,000 feet up Mount, uh, what was that? What was that mountain? I don't recall. Oh, Pikes Peak. Everest. It's Pikes when you go to Pikes Peak. You know, you go to the very top, and my dumbass wanted to go climbing around and, like, you know. Explore. Explore. Uh, yeah. One of my colleagues decided to stay in a train, and the other one decided to climb around. Uh, but Mr. Flippy over here wanted to go down and take a picture. <laughs> and... Um, Go down and take a picture. Underneath the clouds. Yeah, underneath the clouds, because you're 14,000 feet in the air. And, you know, they, they sell you oxygen tanks before you go up there. They're like, you know, uh, here's oxygen tanks. And I was like, you know, might as well buy them. You never know. Those were a lifesaver. Yeah, you're very grateful to have those because they have like, this minty taste. But to be honest, I waited as long as I could and I almost fucking died. Oh, it was yeah. so hard to breathe up there. Um, and then you climb like 10 flights of stairs and like you're almost dying. <laughs> But the view is phenomenal. It's surreal. Wouldn't do it again, maybe. But that's a fucking mountain, dude. Yeah. And there's people that started like at 5 a.m. and it took them all fucking day to get to the top. Yep. Yeah, in Austin. Climbing all the yeah, way. In Austin, hills. Right? In Austin. With your hills, calling them <laughs> mountains. <laughs> nice and crispy. Yep, yep. But yeah, man, you know, I saw a video the other day where uh, people were counting Mount Everest. And there's a point in Mount Everest where you reach a point where, like, you can't be survived. Like, mm. like if you die, like, you're dead. So that's on you. Yeah. Like, yeah. we weren't meant to be going that high as human beings. Um, but I saw a TikTok where this chick was, like, giving up. And there was, like, a group ahead of her. And they just started rolling down the hill. And she's like, oh, my God. But there's a come up. Comes a point in Mount Everest where there's no training back. Yeah. Like the atmosphere is so thin and there's not enough oxygen for any plane to go up there. And even if they found your body, you'd be so like frozen. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and your name is not Thor. So. My name is. Oh. Yeah. For some of those bodies, um, they leave them there for landmarkers. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And like it's just, it's so hard to extract your body. And like, it's no, they can't. It's impossible. Like it does say that the atmosphere and the oxygen level are so low, they just like you're you're just there. So you like I made it to Jimmy. That's right. So far Pedro I, was a good man. Yeah. Yeah. Was a good man. 
was a good nap. <laughs> but I made it. As you know what's sad is in this video, you can see them like falling. Wow. And they're in shit they can do. At the same time, this individual was struggling. They were like, I'm not going to make it. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And they were like, you could see them breathing real heavy. And behind them, there's like a body just flipping. And they're like, oh my God. You know, that's Bob. Yeah. But that shit happens, man. Look, you can train your whole life to do crazy things, but there's some uh, places on earth that we just should never be. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible, and I commend those that can do it, but man. Uh, think about this: only five percent of the ocean's ever been explored, right? Like, what what's out there? Like, what what kind of things can we see? But yeah, no matter the potential, of, like what life is, there's all these anomalies and like aliens and all this shit you can think about. But and like, then there's Elon Musk. What? <laughs> Who is that dude? Yeah, on Mars, man. Back to um the mountains. It's just like water. <laughs> you can't go too far down because. Pressure will kill you. Yeah, pressure will kill you. And not much. Is the pressure? Something down there is gonna rip you to shreds. Yeah, if you go too far down. Yeah. So, what's the philosophy about like, uh, what are some things you want to do, like, before I die? Yeah. A lot of things. Jumping from planes, skydiving, you know, all that. Water skiing. Yeah, being water skiing. Yeah, never been water skiing. Interesting. Deep water. Man, the deep water scares the shit out of me, dude. Yeah, yeah that is a scary place. Got to see it before you die, though. What, like scuba Same. diving? Scuba diving in deep water. Oh, you might see it while you die. Yeah, you might see it while you die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be connected to the water. Yeah. What else? <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes uh, you get the opportunities to do things like that. I have personally jumped out of a plane. I would not do it again. You know, it was a one and done for me. Um, I guess it's not the jump or the skydiving part. It's the fear of hitting the ground. Like, I got lucky one time. I don't know if I want to do it again. Um, But, you know, everyone gets their thrills. I'm not a fan of water. So, like, me scuba diving... Uh, snorkeling, yeah, I, I'm I'm good with staying on a perfectly good boat. I'm not jumping out of that motherfucker. I'm not skiing. I'm not swimming in the ocean because I know what kind of fish I catch out of it. Just not me. So I, some sometimes you just uh, I love the water, but I'm terrified of it too. I know what's in there. I know what it can do to you, but I just can't stay out of it. I mean, we we're we're like majority water, so you have wa- we're made of water and survive water. Um, yeah, mostly water. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I love water. I love drinking it, but and it's just like the unknown. Like you saw Jaws is one of your favorite movies. Imagine like treading water and then like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's so many unknowns in life, and and uh, so many things you just don't know. Uh, but jumping out of plane is definitely a thing you got to do. Um, and you got to enjoy life, right? And enjoy it with those you go. So here's a question. Uh, what advice would you give yourself uh, if you had to um, talk to yourself a few years back? Like what are some things about relationships or life that you would tell yourself? Go outside more. Go outside more? What yeah. do you mean by that? Um, when I was growing up, I stayed inside a lot because I didn't know where any of my friends lived. 
and I was just lonely. So I would tell myself, go make more friends and go find out where they live in the neighborhood and go play outside. Nice. That makes sense, you know? You know, yeah. I can more relate sun. to that. Yeah. Mr. Flipper over here. Uh, I would personally say to appreciate more. I would go back and say to appreciate more things because as I grew up, I lost a lot. I learned a lot. And I would just like to tell myself to appreciate it more and care about myself more than others because that's the main goal right now. That's what I've been doing. And it's, it's helping me, helping out, be more humble. Yep. You know, um, when I was a kid, I used to ride a bike everywhere, right? And, um, you know, just figuring out what you want to do, right? And those young friends you make are important. And uh, the neighbors that you had are actually your friends, no matter what you think of them. You have an opportunity to build relationships with a lot of people. And a lot of the times we take things for granted. But uh, finding that special person that you can share, and usually it's family, to be honest. Like, you got a lot of, like, cousins, especially in our culture here in, in San Antonio, um, where you just hang out with your cousins, right? Uh, I grew up with a lot of cousins, like 36 to be exact. And we played basketball. We had enough to play five on five. I mean, you know, you play softball. And, you know, a lot of those experiences you take for granted. But looking back, not everybody had that opportunity, right? Not everybody had the opportunity to hang out. So um, cherish family, even closer than friends. But uh, you're going to come across people in life that bring value. And kind of mentor and guide you. And those are the people that you want to keep close. Um, so no matter where you are in life, appreciate those that appreciate you. Uh, trust those that trust you. And just, uh, you know, follow your heart. Because a lot of the time uh, there's some good people out there. and But there's also some bad, right? So we, t we want to make sure that we cherish those that we have. We're missing a few good people, right? Um, we really appreciate everyone's time. So, Mr. Flipper over here and Mr. Crispy, really appreciate your contribution to today's podcast. Um, any closing words or any thoughts you want to share? Um, thank you for having me. It was uh, my first time doing this, and I might try to do it again. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you. Uh, yeah, it was it was an experience. It was fun. Probably see me here again a few times. Yeah, so as uh, you know, as always, we keep it fresh. We keep it simple. I know this is a different type of podcast than we're usually doing. Occasionally, we do some funny shit. Um, we wanted to keep it real and talk about just relationships, uh, like uh, the kind of things that we experience and cherish. Um, some of my favorite relationships were organic and unknown, uh, platonic, and just really down to earth. So no matter who you appreciate or what you do, enjoy your time with good people. Hopefully some good whiskey, right? And we'll see you next episode. Drama for your mama. <laughs>